Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name's Mark. That tiny voice you just heard was Miles. Hi. Miles is a baby we let on the podcast sometimes. (laughs) We're also joined by Jackie. Hello. Hey. Jackie's an adult like me, Mark. Miles, how are you? Uh, I'm fine. Ah, there he is. There he is for real. We played a prank on you. He's not a baby. (sighs) You got me. This is a podcast that's supposed to be about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime, but we fooled you again. We're not talking about JoJo's. We're talking about a different anime because we are all caught up on JoJo's. The last time we watched it seems to be April of 2023 or so. And while we're waiting to hear about uh, part seven being made into an anime, and then we'll have to wait for it to actually come out, we're watching other anime that we feel like watching or get recommended by our listeners. And this episode, we're going to be talking about the first three episodes of Turn A Gundam, which was sponsored by our Patreon supporter, Christian. Christian has a track record of throwing all Gundams at us and seeing what sticks. Oh, interesting. Okay, so we always get the Gundams from Christian? Yes. This is a Christian anime podcast. (laughs) So no more swearing. What'd you say? It's the one true faith. Is that allowable to say in front of me? <laughs> are, are you religious? Am I? Look, I'm not religious. But are you sweating? If there was but one you, true religion. But you have a favorite religion. I might have a favorite religion. <laughs> and it might be Judaism. Is it? But how much? But what? How much do you think that is? Because that's how you were raised. A hundred percent. I don't know. That's why anybody like my favorite religion is or like if I, you know, if I had to be religious about something, it would be Catholicism. But that's because I was raised that way. You know, Hmm, this is a good question. I like an underdog. You know what I mean? Like if you were given the choice, like what religion would you? I think in most in a lot of contexts, not all contexts, but Jews have been an underdog. That's true. And I like that. And we didn't convert a lot of people. We didn't force people to convert a lot of times. I'm sure there's ancient history times, but I don't know much about that. That's cool. I like Judaism, too. Good. Now, now that I've learned about it from being married to you. Yeah, you no longer think that we drink blood <laughs> or have horns. <laughs> I didn't really think much about it. I didn't really know anything about it. But I like it. I, w- I want the horns. I like the <laughs> emphasis on education is a thing. I like that you don't convert people. I like... um. What else do I We don't like? need to go too far into this topic. We're already too far. We okay. don't need to go too, too far. I like the language. Um, you guys have your own little language. That's cool. Our own little language. That you have to learn and read and do a little thing. Do a little thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Turn A Gundam, which is the Gundam anime from 1999 that was directed or helmed by the creator of Gundam overall. Uh, Tomino, he came back to do this one. So before we get in the turn a Gundam cockpit, we need to get in the G-M-A-I-L cockpit. We need to check our Gmails to see Mm. what kind of things our listeners sent us. Turn Gmail. That's, yeah, I think that's better. That's that. Don't forget our uh, Discord correspondence corner. Yes, yeah, soon you'll be able to just ask us shit with Discord. You won't have to be uh, a Gen Z person who doesn't even know their own email address or whatever. Never logs into it. You could just use Discord. Ah, you don't need an email anymore. 
Yeah, I think you technically, or I guess you can register a lot of places now with a phone number. So maybe, maybe some people just don't even fucking have email. Crazy. Uh, but for now, these are emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Uh, Miles, could you read this first one? I've not pre-screened this, so. Sure. I don't know. This email is from Josh. The subject line is some Rex and stuff. Hey again, I come with a recommendation and a couple questions. If you still need more content to watch, I really like a movie called Ride Your Wave. It's a good supernatural romance movie that's only a little sad. I was also wondering if you guys have considered watching more Jujutsu Kaisen. Season 2 is my favorite, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Final thought, I'm a soon-to-be graduated astronomy and physics major, and in an effort to avoid doing actual physics homework, thought about stupid things like the exact force and angle Seko would have needed to spit dirt uh, at to pierce Bucciarati in the Golden Wing Rome fight. A Golden Wind Rome fight. I think that's what... If I did the math, Yeah. would anyone care to have the answer to the very important question what that mouth do, and other similar really stupid things. Best wishes, Josh. P.S. There is no P.S. Sorry, I've used all my creative brain cells for the day. Sent for my iPhone. Thanks, Josh. You don't have to have a P.S. We understand. If you're using your brain for things like astronomy and physics, you don't need to think about extra stuff to put in our dumb emails. You should rest your brain. Uh, But I would like to see... Yeah, Josh, Josh wrote in to ask us if we want to ask him this question, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, it's, would anyone care to have the answer to the very important question, what that mouth do? I, we would care we to. Would. And so we ask you. We won't understand it. Although I did have to read a little bit do. about math stuff for this episode of our podcast. Okay. Because of the fucking turn to A. Okay. Um. Yes, we've thought about watching more Jujutsu Kaisen. Only which because one is, which one was Jujutsu Kaisen? Jujutsu Kaisen we watched a, a while ago. It involves it's like supernatural. This guy has to eat a dead guy's fingers, and that gives him abilities to fight demons or something. Okay. There's a scene where he throws a finger up in the air and eats it, and monsters are appearing in the school or something. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of Japanese mythology type shit in it. But it's very popular. Like people, is that the? Did, does it kind of start out as like a monster of the week kind of thing? Like we saw, like I don't it, know. Like he helps a friend in his class or whatever, and there's like. I don't think we something. saw it become a formula. I think we okay. only watched three episodes, and it didn't feel like it was getting into a, a routine by okay, that point. And I don't know. I don't remember it. People love it. Okay, it's very uh, popular. Ride your wave. I've never heard of, which intrigues me. But for all I know, I look it up and find out, with good reason, we've never heard of it. Is it about surfing? Is it about it's like a supernatural romance? Movie. Audio editing? Is it about oh, ride your sine waves? That's good. <laughs> supernatural <laughs> romance. It's okay. It's well. It's so it's basically hell. Twenty nineteen. That's pretty new. Uh, this second email is from Chad, and the subject line is "Turn a Gundam round." Nice. Love to hear percussion. Aloha JJB pod Ohana. I didn't get a chance to watch along this week, but here are all the JoJo voice connections I could find for Turn A Gundam. Father of the Heim family, Dylan Heim, is voiced by Katsumi Cho, who also voiced Part 3 Enemy Stand user and tongue-stealing serial killer Gray Fly from the Stardust Crusaders anime. 
the tower stand user. Turn a Gundam <laughs> Turn a Gundam's Shar substitute with the cool red shades Harry Ord is voiced by Tetsu Inada, who voiced Tarkus for part one of JoJo. Purple-haired Moonrace military leader Jim Gingham is voiced by the Takehito Koyasu, who voiced all TV series appearances of Dio. Later in the series, you can keep an ear out for Katsuhisa Hoki, who also voiced the grandfather of Josuke, uh, who was, I believe that was the, the cop in uh, yes. part four that dies. Spoilers. Uh, Takuya Kirimoto, who voiced Jay Guile from part three, the hanged man user. And even Ikue Otani, who voiced part three enemy Manish Boy, as well as the part six oddity Green Baby. Okay, so I the, the voice actor... She plays all the babies in JoJo. I wonder if she plays a baby in this. If they get like a baby mobile suit pilot. I decided to pay a visit to my local Gundam and Bandai Hobby flagship store, Don Quixote, to see if I could find any turn A Gundam models. I scoured all of the shelves and found a lot of models from other Gundam series, especially the newest one, The Witch for Mercury. But sadly, I couldn't find a single turn A Gundam model. They did have this cool human-sized RX-78-2 statue. I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Some personal trivia. The second episode of Turn A Gundam, Coming of Age Ceremony, originally aired on April 16th, 1999, which happened to be the day right before my 18th birthday. Wow. P.P.S. What's a giant robot from any form of media that you wish you could somehow get the chance to pilot at least once in real life? I have to look at these photos. Oh, Chad, your birthday is April 17th. I had a friend growing up whose birthday was April 17th. That's it. That's all I have to say. I was oh, born wait, no. on the 29th. I have another thing to say, actually. Uh, Chad really did his homework this <laughs> this email because he even went on a field trip. <laughs> yeah, and Chad, you don't have to do these. If you don't watch the show, like you don't have to look at the show. It doesn't mean anything to you. You don't have to do that. I should do it. <laughs> But I didn't do it this week, so thank you. <laughs> but I didn't do it because I saw his email first. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Chad, but you if, have to keep doing it. You don't have to do it. Uh, this statue is pretty rad. And I wish yeah. I wish every Gundam we watched, we could first go see life-sized versions of all the robots, you know, human-sized, so I could I could appreciate it more. And I, I'd they feel look like I, so cool. I'd get to know them and I'd be worried about them, you know? Maybe I'm going to do, I'm going to get back in a Gunpla. I worry that uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think Japan likes this series that we watched this week. Why? I tried That's to a find. Weird one. I tried to find polls. I didn't find too many. But in twenty, was it twenty twenty one or twenty eighteen? NHK did a huge poll. Got one point seven million responses. And Turn A is not in the top ten. None of the robots in Turn A are in the top ten. A lot of people like Gundam Unicorn. Apparently, that's a popular one. The OG Gundams, uh, Gundam Double Zero, whatever that is. If I could pilot any, a, a giant robot from any thing, I don't know. I kind of like that Eva 01 might just go insane and do everything itself. You know? Because then I don't really have to think that hard. Mm-hmm. No, Miles is shaking his there, head. Man. You don't want to go in there. It's, it's going to be weird. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. It probably makes you depressed. It's I like, guess if, if it's I too there, messed up. Would I be thinking about my mom or would I be thinking about the character's mom? I don't know. Maybe that is a bad idea. Um, I don't what know. What are other giant robots? What are the options here? All the different Gundams, like you've got, 
I think the original one is RX-78. You've got Char has the red... Uh, what were they called? They weren't called... Gel- Gelgoog is a thing somewhere in Gundam. What were they called? Fuck. The Xenus? Z- the Xenons? Z- Xenons. The Zengis? You got the thing, Char. You got you got a, a, a armored... You got the Votoms. You've got... Those are okay. Uh, the PTX from uh, Capcom's Lost Planet. Is Gold Light... Gold Lighton is, is not a Gundam, right? It's just like a magical giant robot, but it's huge. And I think piloting something huge would be sick because then I would just feel... I'd feel at least like I can't blow up easily, you know? It'd be it'd be worrisome to have all that pressure, but at the same time, like, if you catch a few laser blasts, you'd be okay. Hmm. I'm gonna look this up. Biggest mobile suit in Gundam. The Petulia is the largest mobile armor. I would like to pilot the Petulia. <laughs> Watch it be like it exploded right after launch or something. But also, the main Gundam looks pretty cool. There's the walkers from Star Wars. Do those count? But you see them get tripped so easily. I'm just naming ones. Okay, I'm sorry. Just are trying you saying, to lay wait, out my options. AT-AT or AT-ST? Probably AT-AT I'd feel safer about. That's the two legs? Yeah, like, why did they keep walking when they were all tied up? You know what I mean? Hmm, that's a good point. They should have figured it out. Jackie, do you care? No. <laughs> you can't even think of a big robot? I don't want to pilot a robot. Okay. I don't want to pilot a robot. She just doesn't want to. I guess I would, but I guess I, I could be part of the Megazord. That would that could be fun. Because then, oh, yeah. then I'm doing it with my friends. Yeah. Assuming that the other Power Rangers are friends of mine and we're not. We don't like hate each other. Maybe I'd be one of the Zone of Enders robots because when you take off, the little cockpit it looks like a dick and it goes up and I would just laugh. I'd be like, look at me, I'm in a boner. You know, maybe I'd do that. Can you pilot Mechagodzilla? See, that's the thing. I think Mechagodzilla is in that class of like non-military type of thing where it's just a magical giant robotic thing. It's remote controlled. Yeah, yeah, or it's oh, like autonomous. the Iron Giant. Yes, Iron Giant is what Gold Lighton is like, and uh, I forget because like, I forget what the division is. But there's something where like Gundam invited, invented rather, the idea of real robots or something, which is funny because none of them are, none of those are real. I think Super Robot is like what Iron Giant is. Yeah. Are robots robots are like Gundams? Are Gundams just like they're just like ca- like flying cars that are shaped like people, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless they have like a a consciousness in them. Right, which most of them don't. Yeah. That's more of an Evangelion type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the game Mech Warrior? I've heard of it. I don't really know much about it. Okay. Sell me on it. Uh, it's like something that, uh, my, like, middle school babysitter's eldest son played, and I thought it was really cool, but maybe I wouldn't find it cool anymore. But it was, it, what I liked about it was that you could, like, trick out all the mechs in different ways. And hop into battle with them. Oh, yeah, people love that. People love tricking out their mechs. 
I feel the same way about racing games. I like that you can like trick out the car a little bit. Yeah. There's no shortage of games like that. Okay. We we should answer this Discord correspondence corner question from Aaron. Should we explain the Discord thing? Yeah. The Discord has a channel called Correspondence Corner. And you can go there and Aaron has programmed it, I think, to automatically ping the server and tell you like, hey, they're going to record. If you have any questions, write in here. And we'll answer them unless they're unless they're nonsense. Oh, wait, hang on. I just decided I want to be the robot from Furry Curry. Okay. okay. Even though you can't uh, pilot that thing. Yeah, I guess Chad never said you can't pilot the supers. Yeah. The I just want to be have their own. Okay. I, it feels like it'd be really cramped, but do you? Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and our Discord, by the way, is joinable in the description of, uh, of this podcast episode. So if you look at the description on your podcast app right now, you should see some links, including one to join this Discord that Aaron, a listener, set up for us. And the first question that is here is, is the gang playing any games at the moment? And if not, what were you playing last? I'm not playing any games at the moment. That's not true. It's not true at all. Um, I have multiple. Yeah. I'm playing New Vegas to a degree still. I'm like pretty much just cleaning up achievements. And I've heard there's a mod where you can visit the map on Fallout 3. That's and, what I've been playing. I've been playing Fallout 3. Yeah, there's apparently a mod, though, where you can go to the New Vegas map or Fallout 3 map in the same game, which sounds pretty sick. But the like main game that I'm trying... Because after New Vegas, I was like, well, I want to play something that's like that. What do I do? And I had misfires. I booted up Callisto Protocol, and it wasn't clicking. And then I played a little bit of Trepang 2, which is like inspired by the Fear series, if anyone played Fear. The like slow-mo horror shooting game. It's kind of like that. And that was decent. I got through that. But then I booted up The Outer Worlds, which I think I actually streamed on our Twitch way back when. But for some reason, I didn't really appreciate it then either. And it's pretty similar to New Vegas. It's uh, helmed by the guys that did Fallout 1, actually. And it's got some really good dark sense of humor in there because it imagines like, what if entire planets were governed by corporations? What if if someone kills themselves, that's considered destruction of company property and someone has to pay for it? Uh, but it's like on an Unreal Engine, so it looks really beautiful. Oh, and uh, slowly getting through Bloodborne when Jackie and I don't have a movie to watch. Yes. We'll play like an hour of Bloodborne, which... And I have been watching Mark play Bloodborne, which is fun. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it's finally clicked with me. Because you're good at games. I knew I knew you would be able to do it, Mark. I thought I was like, I'm not born for this. I don't know how people do this. You're not bloodborne. I'm not bloodborne for this. And uh, <laughs> I still think that FromSoft doesn't, uh, I don't know. They don't, they don't know how to make a nice, friendly learning curve. And I understand that people like that about it. Yeah. But I don't like that the camera angle means that if you don't know what you're doing, you get jammed into a wall and you can't see the and camera, it's not cool. The camera's pretty stupid. It's annoying. Like, they want a low angle so you can see how big and scary the monster is. Fine. But I don't know where I am. And I'm new to the game. Miles, are you playing anything? Um, I'm endlessly playing Football Manager. But my brother told me to get this game called Lacuna, which is like a detective game. Oh. But I, I think I'm too dumb for it. 
Eh, games know. are usually designed that you 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 end up good at it. I can't solve any of these mysteries. Oh, so you tried it? Yeah, I, I'm like four hours in. And oh, you it are. Makes stupid. me feel. It makes me feel stupid. I thought I thought you were just like I don't think I'm smart enough after watching a trailer, but you actually tried and failed. No, I'm trying really hard, and um, it's stretching my brain in ways that I don't like. Well, have you solved? Is this? Are you still on the first mystery? No, 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 no. I've I've advanced in the game, but it's like, ugh. You know what though? I guess I can relate to this with Jackie and I played a bunch of Baba Is You, uh, which is a really cool, clever puzzle game. It kind of like it also it feels like it's good to know programming to play that game. The way it like mm. kind of you can just like redefine any variable in a way. But we did not get far into that game. Like we did a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, and then just hit walls. Everywhere on the map we went, we were like, this is too fucking hard. I, I think it's also like the it, a lot of it relied on like execution of it. You know, like, you know, you figured out what you need to do for some of them and you had to really like, mm-hmm. it was like hard. I don't have, I don't hard. have that memory. I don't remember feeling like there was real time execution. But if you say so, there may have been Ma- some. Maybe I'm confusing it with a different game. Okay. But I thought so. Baba's yeah. used where you push the words around and you make sentences. I remember. I remember. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Miles, did you like get the new version of Football Manager or anything? Or are you still playing the old one you used to play? I'm on 23. Uh, shout out to Chad, who always lets me know when these games are free on Epic Games. Oh, Mark, I know what I was thinking of. I wasn't thinking of Baba's. Yeah, I was thinking of what's the what's the game that it's like Lalo or Lilo? What's that game? It's like an old game, and you're trying to save. Your oh, Lolo. Lolo. Yeah, we beat Lolo one together. Yeah, Lolo two. Yeah, we if we kept banging our heads at it, I bet we could get through it. But yeah, but I would that's, that's more, an NES game. I would play more Baba Is You though. I I I don't I didn't I don't know. I think we just didn't try hard enough on. That I don't one. know. I felt like I was like this game is really smart and it's smarting me out. No, I I like smart challenges, so I would keep playing that. All right, you're allowed to play that on your own. <laughs> My own. You're allowed to. I'm allowed. Try that yourself. Anyway, I'm playing Fallout 3. It's still one of my favorite games. It still holds up. And fuck you if you don't like it. Damn. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's fine to each his own. Like, there's reasons. There's reasons to not like it, I guess. I don't know. But I don't agree. All right. Well, there you go. Oh, and all I'm going to say, I'm not going to get into a fight with you, listener. Also, I still sometimes am (laughs) plugging away at, at Peglin which is a good game, but it's one of those games where to, to make it interesting, they keep adding debuffs the higher up you go. And at a certain point, there's too many debuffs and you're like, eh, this isn't even fun. I'm just throwing myself at the wall a hundred times in a row. But I do it. Actually, I should say the, the best part of me playing Fallout 3 is I also have a, a under-desk treadmill. So as I'm playing Fallout 3, I'm walking on my treadmill or like walking at a brisk pace on my treadmill. It's a little disorienting sometimes, but it's good yeah because when you're walking you. when you're walking in the game it's probably like so immersive and awesome but yeah. then when your character has then, to stop you that's wanna, so like, weird <laughs> yeah I'm, sho- I'm shocked i haven't heard you like fall off the yeah. fucking thing yet all right we've recorded 30 minutes without even getting to the patreon so let's talk about the patreon real quick folks if you want to support this little independent podcast about anime uh originating from new jersey you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod we have a few different tiers there. We have a feed that we don't really put a ton of stuff on, but 
sometimes we put stuff that are deleted from the main podcast feed. So if you're ever like, I bet they deleted something out of this episode, it might be on our Patreon. Uh, But more importantly, you give us money, which we love. And if you do $3 a month or more, we will thank you out loud on the podcast, which we'll do in just a sec. Because I also want to tell you that if just for one month, turn it on then off, don't forget, uh, if you give us 15 bucks, we'll do a podcast episode about your choice of anime. And I mean, we'll watch three episodes and then tell you what we think of those three episodes. We don't really know enough about the anime to recommend it. You know, we'll tell you the impression we were left with. Yeah. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash jjbpod. Let's say some thank yous. So thank you, Gen X Anime Dad. And Chad. Colin. Clit Rocket. Shungun. Hentai Homie. I love Jojo Woo Woo. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Aura. Kane. Mirror Man. The stand user formerly known as Austin. Tim. Martin. Aquosis. Christian. And Chad. 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 Thanks, every babe. Thank yeah, you. thanks. All right. Anyone need a pause? Anyone no. need a, a moment of clarity? No. So, Turn A Gundam, as I said, is from, I think his first name is Yoshiyuki Tomino the creator of Gundam 79, the original series, and Zeta Gundam, which we took a stab at. Uh, This came out in spring 1999, which is the same year as Bebop, uh, and I think a worthy something... I don't know. I can compare it to Bebop because I think both were done by Sunrise, the same animation studio. Um, But its specific season, it came out the same time as Two Heart... The Monster Rancher anime and Ark the Lad, which I don't know, I knew people had heard of. But on my anime list, it's the most popular, most watched show from that season. Um, you know, when we first realized we were going to cover it, I pointed out some of the interesting designs. I don't know who did the characters, but apparently a lot of the mechs look really different because they were designed by Sid Mead. Does that name mean anything to you guys? Sid Mead? There's a no. Sid Was he in, in the Pink show? Floyd? It's not the Sid in the show. It's not whoever the Sid is in Pink Floyd. Uh, Sid Mead was an artist. Wikipedia at one point called him a futurist. He did designs for Tron, Alien, and Blade Runner. Um, All of the cars you see in Blade Runner are Sid Mead designs. And one thing I noticed is that he loves like these putting certain polygons in certain places and like you'll start to notice that if you look at the mechs in turn a gundam it's like oh that's a sid mead one you know you can just tell because of these these lines that run like within their limbs and stuff it's hard to describe clearly uh about the show in an interview with anime news network tomino said regarding turn a gundam i made it with the idea of affirmatively accepting all of the gundam series In other words, as a creative work, I wanted it to have an affirmative perspective. I don't know what he means. I don't... He wants all the other Gundams to feel affirmed in who they are. You think this is like a positive affirmation? Yes. 
for them. Yes. I am an anime about robots and that yes. is good. Yes. The creator I, still makes them. All the anime, all the Gundams before it were good Gundams. So this is why it's called Turn A Gundam is because the turned A, the upside down symbol, mm-hmm. at first it was like a pronunciation sound. Like it tells you like, not like IPA because I don't think it's in Mm-hmm. The international phonetic. So it's just like ah uh, or like what? It used a, to be like ah or uh, something. Or. But eventually, mathematicians started to use it because there's certain things that we might say in plain English that when you're writing formulas and shit, it's easier to use symbols and it also yeah. crosses like, language barriers. Like pi. I guess so. Like pi has a symbol. Yeah. And but there's other ones too. Like mu is one. For the, what the turn to A means is for all. Like, this is true for all values in this set. Mm. So instead of saying in plain English, for all natural numbers, um, doubling this number is the same as adding this number to itself, right? Mm-hmm. Although that's not true with fractions. I don't know if they count as natural. Um, but whatever. When, instead of writing out, for all blah, this is true, you just write an upside down A mm-hmm. next to the formula that explains just like all commutative addition or commutative multiplication i had a thing up from a university but that was on my other computer pretend you guys got it i did a brilliant job of explaining it okay um so, so this is basically oof. like turn all 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 of that gundam. it's like this is the gundam that is true for all gundams mm. i don't know i don't really understand what he means by that I guess he's affirming maybe like ideas that he noticed were in everyone else's Gundam series because he made like the first two shows and then he let everybody take a crack at it. And so I guess he's sort of incorporating different elements from those shows Mm -hmm. and being like, you are all my children. Yeah. That's my positive spin. All Gundams are valid. Yes. Somehow by making a new one. They're all canon. (laughs) They're all... I, that's the thing. I don't know if this is part of the main Universal Century canon. This is... Turn A isn't? I don't think so. Mm. I think this is, I think this is called Correct Century. Yes. This timeline. And it's a play on words because the way you pronounce that is the same as the way you pronounce AD in Japanese. Like when you say modern era, you know, Uh uh post-birth of Jesus. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's pronounced the same way as you would pronounce his made-up correct century. Um, Miles, so, so this is called oh. uh, this is called Gundam called Turn A Gundam. Yeah, this is called V symbol Gundam called Turn A Gundam. Yeah, the if, subtitle just under going it was off just, the logo. The subtitle said like called Turn A Gundam. I'm like, okay, so this is called this is Gundam. Jackie, it turns Turn out that is not the subtitle. That is part of the official design. The part, oh. the part that says called Turn A Gundam is part of the official logo. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. I thought no cool. way that's true. Yeah. So now I just think it's the show is called Gundam called Turn A Gundam. Yeah. So <laughs> listeners, we, I don't know if we had to, now I'm like starting to sweat on this, but we watched the Blu-ray of this show with amateurs doing the subtitles. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, and some of that is, uh, I, in some ways, I feel like it looked worse. Like I don't know what it was, but a lot of the visuals looked kind of weird. And there were times where I was doubting, like in the intro, 
some British guy comes on and goes, turn a Gundam. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> was that like the fan subgroup deciding that someone should say that? But I, I looked up like original opening on YouTube and with no subtitles or anything. And yeah, someone just yells that in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's like Tomino really wanted everyone to know how to pronounce it. Like why? That's I don't know. Because I did. I do have to say that when I first saw it, I thought it was supposed to be called like V Gundam, and they were just using an upside down A as a stylistic V. But no. I wonder if when they named it, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's gonna get it. Everyone's <laughs> gonna get it." And then, and then nobody got it. Like when they did like testing or whatever, they showed it to other like their families or whatever. And they were like, shit, shit, we need to like, <laughs> we need to really like spell it out for people. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone's going to get it. Obviously, it's turn A. I agree with you, Mark, that it didn't look uh, amazing. I think the first shots of, of space made me think like, oh, this, okay, this was a, a 1999 anime versus like the original series that we watched. But it definitely doesn't look as good as Cowboy Bebop overall. Right. That's the thing. There's like little things that like Sunrise does that I'm like, ah, yeah, that's a that's like a Sunrise signature thing. Like I can't really describe it to you, but when they draw like cables going across something, the way they shine at the little joints, I'm like, that's definitely them. But I don't know. Maybe it was the remastering of it. Th- certain things look too clean and weird to me. And I don't know, maybe there were also, you know, maybe within a studio, they have many sub-studios. I think that's a thing. Maybe the budget wasn't as good, but I was like, wasn't Bebop 99? Like how? Mm-hmm. This does not look as good to me. I It might also be that maybe because it's like it's 98, set in an older era, the character designs felt a little dated to me too. Like they felt very like original like from the 70s ish yeah it just had like an older like it still almost looked like an older series but it's not that old it's 99 um but again you know and there were also parts of akira the blu-ray akira that sometimes looked fucked up but that was i think because the consequence of like remastering a very sharp layer on top of something that wasn't that sharp i don't know um, but you know, I think it's like, it, I don't even know if Westerners can really, not many Westerners could tell you like what the Blu-ray looks like versus the original, whatever the fuck release. It doesn't matter. I I think that it's more about the designs and the plot and characters, but I was a little disappointed at the way it looked in terms of sharpness and quality and stuff. And there were even times where some people's mouth lines looked weird. I thought a lot of the animation looked like the drawings looked flat. Like something about it looked yeah. very flat. Definitely Ooh. flat. That's like true. It, like it needed some, I don't know, some some texture to it, some shading, some something. Like it looked very flat. I know in some in some cases, like when people upscale to 4K, they use something called digital noise reduction that removes detail and makes things look flat. I'm not sure that's what happened here, though. Mm. Um, and I will say some of the robots in motion look really good. Like in the intro the detail on the on the Gundam's hand is is really sick. But yeah, and there were some awkward animations even where like was it when someone was walking left to right on screen that it just looked like somebody just kind of bopping up and down really shitty? I don't know. 
there's a there's a few sus animation moments in these first episodes. Um but yeah, should we should we jump into it? Sure. So it starts out there's a bunch of people in little pods in space and they're singing Mary had a little lamb in Japanese. Yes. They're like Medisan ga Hitsuchi. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Is Hitsuchi the word? I don't know. It's what it sounded like to me, so that's what I wrote down. But I could be wrong. It sounded like Hitsuji. You tell me if I can. I'm looking up because I was like, "That's what I heard too," but I'm not sure. I don't know if I can transcribe Japanese, but I don't know the word for lamb. Hitsuji. Ah, I got it. You got you with the J I, the J sound. Yeah. Hitsuji. Nice job. It's Medisan Ga. That was the one I wasn't sure about. Is it Ga? I think so. I think it should be. We're gonna do this for every line in the episode. By the way, every single line of Japanese, we're gonna discuss. How our bare bones knowledge worked. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They're also doing London Bridges. I don't know why they're all singing together. I don't know why that is. Maybe they're scared about entering the atmosphere. So they're trying to keep calm. Uh, The name of this episode, this first episode is Howl to the Moon. Um, There's three friends. uh, Frandall, Keith, and... How are we going to say his name? Loran? I think Loran is fine. There's Loran, Loran... Loran. Loran. I think he's Loran James. Loran. Loran. Yeah. There's three motherfuckers with weird names. Yeah. Fran, Keith, and Loran. Loran. And I wrote down they're in their fancy lad clothing because they, I was like, like you can immediately tell it's a period periody piece kind. Not not periody piece, but like it's like they're in like they look like old timey. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, I I just wrote down they were in fancy lad clothing. Um and Lauren is he uh starts fighting a coyote. Um Lauren it, he is like a tan skin character with white hair and green eyes, by the way. His he looks very like you like it's not someone typical of an anime and because his like there's so much contrast between his eyes and his hair and his skin, it like I don't know. It's just like, okay, this is like an important character. You can tell because <laughs> he looks cool. Um, the, yeah, I wrote down the animation. They all land flat. in different spots, right? I guess. I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't get that they were the people that were in the pods. I some, of the, some of the show runs way too fast. I just, I mean, I just first see those people. Particular. Yeah. There's you, jumps in time that are just like, what? You see the people in space and then you see just them and they're like, okay, bye everyone. And they go their separate ways. And I, I was just like, okay, well, I guess we'll figure out who those people are later. Um, and strangely, no one presses him that much about where he came from. Well, we're not there yet. He okay, fights okay. A, he fights a coyote. Well, he or, try, He just like holds a stick against it because he doesn't want to get bit. He, he cannot fight gets this thing. attacked. And then a man in a flying machine uh, shoots at it and it runs away. Loren, L- Loren takes his clothes off and he bathes in the river. So now he's this on- kid cannot keep his clothes on. Oh yeah, there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of little butts in this. There's a lot of show. little naked kids running around. People get naked mm-hmm. a lot in this show. <laughs> um, but he goes and he bathes in a river and he has this little like fish toy. It's like a purse or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's it seems like it's important to him, and he follows this little. Oh yeah, the fish toy like is in the water and it starts to float away, so he goes after it and then he starts drowning. This kid is like 
he lands on Earth, I guess, and is like immediately like trying to die. Like he the is coyotes, the most accident prone anime person. He almost gets killed by a coyote, <laughs> and then he almost gets uh he almost drowns in like a lake or a river. So, meanwhile, nearby there's some girls naked bathing, and they see him drowning, and they are they like rescue him but also when he sees the blonde one and i don't have her name right now but the blonde one he she looks just like uh, he imagines her with like um with clothes she's naked he imagines her in like a fancy dress and like a fancy hairdo and stuff her name is like kian or he he something it's like kian and like the he he is she reminds him of uh diana not princess diana yeah. Of whales or whatever. This is Diana Sorrel, the queen of the moon people. Yeah. What's her last name? Sorrel. Okay. Sorrel. Uh, he is rescued. Uh, one of the girls is named Jessica. I don't know which one that is. Somebody's named Jessica in this. They kept saying Jessica, Jessica, but I don't okay. know who that is. Um, they are the Heim family. Right, which is not the Heim sisters. That's that's what I thought too. Three girls from L.A. that have a nice band. Yeah, this isn't the band. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, they're also like in ha- Licorice Pizza. They are they all are. in Licorice Pizza, which is a good movie centered around a weird romance age gap that I guess was fine in the seventies. Should I watch it? It's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. I just have to get around the fact that one of them's like 23 and the other one's like 17 or 15 or something insane. Okay. Uh, so she's one of the sisters and she flirts with him, Lauren. Uh, she seems to be into him. She's a little tomboy. Yeah, she's got short hair. I don't know. I wouldn't call her a tomboy. She flies a plane. Name one woman that flies a plane. <laughs> Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yeah. How'd that go, Jackie? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't think of her as a that's tomboy. An, that's an easy joke, and I'm sorry. She she just has she has short hair, but I think otherwise she looks feminine, um, and she is like girly. I think in other ways, um, and she flies a plane, which is girls can fly planes. I don't know. That's true. Um, let's see. He likes the well. The blonde reminds him of Diana. We said this. Uh, I wrote down, so far I like this because there are no Gundams, <laughs> which is true. There's So far, this is probably one of my favorite Gundams because there aren't a lot of Gundams in it so far. Um, Jessica is the maid lady. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Um, the wide, sort of brown-skinned lady who calls him a foreigner yeah and says they that all, he's not allowed to do stuff they all yeah they're all like oh yeah you're a foreigner what but why does he if they're all moon people like him keith and fran why is he the only one who looks like a foreigner like was he the only one that looks different oh i'm sorry everyone on the moon should look the same to you no i don't know they what the can't deal have is with diversity on the moon i guess because maybe true. like maybe people from different countries all over the earth went to the moon mm. and now they're just diverse okay um fine i don't I don't know why no one presses him about this. Why no one's like, where did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. What, oh, what country are you from? How'd you Maybe end up like in our lake? cosmopolitan sort of society. There's I guess that might be the idea. from all over. Well, but they, but they like are quick to point out that he's a foreigner and that he's not allowed to do stuff because he's a foreigner. So yeah. I don't really know. 
I guess we're supposed to assume that he's like, oh, I'm from Saxony or whatever the fuck they have. Because this is like this, 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 if we eventually learn this is in the future, the far future from the rest of Gundam, they have Inglesa is where they are. I think they talk about Ameria. Uh, it's like stuff is sort of the same, sort of different. Inglesa sounds like England and then yes. Ameria is America. Yes. No, America's Peru. Uh, yes. Ameria is America. Um, let's see what else. Um, there's the coming of age ceremony in town for the blonde girl for Kiel. Yes, they're all dancing around a giant Native American statue. <laughs> yeah, this was interesting to me that these like very European these, people, like, yeah, these little the, white the, kids, their midsummer involves a fucking Native American statue, a cigar store Indian, if yeah, you will. yeah. With like a big headdress and feathers and stuff. Did not expect that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they try to. So Lauren wants to watch, but they tell him that he can't. Um, so he kind of sneaks around and he starts to watch. Well, they but, tell him he can't, and Sochi wants to watch too, but they're like, "You're too, too young," because she's she's, young. she's two years younger. Yeah. But they both just run past the guy and sneak up there. Yeah. Um, and then we hear them say that. Uh oh yeah the 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 blonde girl says you may choose my partner, um but we don't see who is chosen for her. Um, at some point they say all adults leave now. If you're oh okay, they tell all the adults to leave, and I was really worried about what the fuck are they doing up there? Yeah, like, I, there's I thought big, they... there's like horny overtones, right? I I thought this was gonna be like what happens in the middle of the book. It if anyone's read it, I thought oh okay, mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna throw her into a volcano or something i thought she was going to be an offering that to the gods too, but i was like there's no way this like fancy family <laughs> is like you can't have your coming of age ceremony be that you kill the kid like yeah. you know i but i did think that too i was like oh no um but i i don't know we it seems like there's a jump to the future and she seems yeah, they, fine. we don't see what happened we don't know what happened Which two years weird. pass it's so weird because we're following these kids and we don't even see their reaction. We don't even jump to like them going home at night and talking about it or anything. We just, for some reason, don't know until it's one of their turn. Yeah. They also cut at this point to a girl uh, piloting piloting a plane with her dad. I think she's like, I don't know, practicing or whatever. Um, and I really liked her design. She had like short, spiky blonde hair and tan and she was tan. Okay. Can I call her a tomboy? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think you could call her because I thought she was a boy at first. Um, I thought she was kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, because I like her little outfit later. Anyway. Yeah, she's hot later. She's hot later. <laughs> when when she's an adult, I don't know. Do we see her as a? Do we see her change age? I don't know. Fuck uh, it. N- never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, Forget I'm at, 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 edit that out. Uh, 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 they're not uh, real people I, I mean uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to find her name I can't fucking find it not enough people have favorited her I, I think I'll write it down later Um, let's see uh, uh, and it kind of jumps to Lauren is working in like a mine or something and they tell him that Lord Heim heard he was good with machines and calls him to do a job Um, and his He's. They kind of hire him on the spot. Like he shows up, uh, to the Heim house, and, uh, they hire him like on the spot to be the family chauffeur. Um. Yeah, which I thought was crazy because he got in like three accidents. Like he got attacked by a coyote, then he almost drowned in a river, 
And there's some third thing I think we're forgetting where he like almost died and had to be saved or I don't something. Know. I don't know. And I was just like, else. why do you want this guy to be your fucking driver? Well, well they mentioned he's good with machines. Yeah, none of those things have involved machines. And I think that this is sometime later when I guess maybe he proves himself to not be very clumsy. I don't maybe. Know. Um, there's also this guy, Lord Gein? Gein? Gwyn. Lord Gwyn. Lord Gwyn. Is an is an is a blondie boy with a tan. Uh, His full name is Gwyn Sard Reinford. There's a lot of tan people in this for an anime. Yeah, it feels like Tomino discovered non-white, non-Asian people and was like, "We gotta make an anime about it." Well, I think a lot of the tan people are just white people who like go out a lot. I got Uchi that vibe. Gundam for... had had people of not had not white people, but that's not a Tomino show. Oh shit. Uh, I get the feeling Gwyn here feels like uh, maybe a tan white noble. I, I, I'm like this guy's Australian. Or I don't something. think Lo, I don't think Loran is is white. No, but he's got he uh yeah he's got like the cool coloring that they give to people. I think uh Elena I think Elena has is like that too. Elena's Street- from Elena's from Africa. She's in Street Fighter. Yeah, she's from Africa and she has white hair and she has like green eyes as well. Well, yeah, but you were saying that you get the vibe they're like tan white people. And I was like, I no, get no, that no, for no, no. this character. I didn't say all of them were Mark. I said some of them were. Okay. Uh, okay, well then I'm saying that I agree for Gwyn and okay. I don't think that Loran is one of them. Okay, I agree with that. And I said that before. Okay, I'm sorry. But the character... Well, he's also from the moon. So they're all fucking Fran and... and uh, what is his name? Ralph? Who's the redhead? Keith. Keith. <laughs> he looks like a tan guy. He's got blue eyes. He's Keith? a little bit tan. I no. think he had blue eyes, didn't he? Keith, Keith is like a little Irish boy. <laughs> you sound like you've known Keith your entire <laughs> life. Keith like Keith? Re- he's like pale with red hair. He's Irish. Oh, okay. But he's, but he's, he, from, well, he... he's from the moon, though. He's from the Irish part of the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the, the pilot girl, by the way, with the short hair is named Miashe, or they just call her Meshe. Okay. Meshe Kune. Okay. Or Kun. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, let's see. Gwen. Gwen keeps calling uh Loran, Laura. He keeps calling her Laura. And I thought it was a subtitle, uh, autocorrect issue. Mm. Once it happened twice, I was like, oh, he's doing that on purpose. Like this is this is not. What is a- that about? He later, he, they ask him about it, and he just says, oh, I, I just think he looks like a Laura. <laughs> it's so weird. It is weird. Is he forcing his gender impression on this this moon boy? Is I that what he's doing? Maybe. I don't think the Japanese even know. Like, the, like <laughs> you know, I don't know. I know, but I'm just, I'm trying to think of like an in-universe reason. I'm like, what are you doing? His name is Loran. My, and then he's like, you look like a Laura. My reasoning is he's just like a rich, entitled prick. <laughs> and so he's just like, I'm yeah. gonna rename I'm gonna rename you because you're the help and I just like this name better for you, you know? That's interesting. I thought we That's- were supposed to like him. Uh I think we're supposed to like him, but I don't because that's how I interpret that situation. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know. I think he's like a fine person, but I think that I don't know, what's he doing communicating with moon people for two years and like not yeah. telling anyone? Okay. He probably uh, provoked them into this, the invasion that happens later. 
because he was such a prick. That's the vibe I kind of get is that maybe he, but I, I, I get like the vibe that he misunderstood or was overly protective. I think he's a little stupid about something. But here's my thing that, that actually does play into the stupid theory. I just, he is the only one who talks to the moon people. He's not the one living with, with fucking Lauren. But how do you not go, hey, wait a minute, where did you come from that you just showed up and you don't talk like us? Or, you know what I mean? Like, didn't the Heim family say, like, he just came out of nowhere and we hired him after a coyote almost killed him? Isn't he like, are you from the fucking moon? Like, no one believes it's possible that the moon Mm -hmm. people could come down in advance? I don't know. It's so strange to me that no one even guesses. I wouldn't go around accusing people that they're from the moon. Well, not today you wouldn't. Not here. But I think in the future you might. In, I don't know. In, in this century. Like, I don't, I'm talking to these moon people. They're, they seem pretty cool. But you don't realize that they're, but they're he, already but he, here. But he also thinks like we need to defend ourselves against them. Like he's a little paranoid. So it's just weird that he doesn't notice that there are moon children. Maybe he thought that it would be more obvious. Maybe, yeah. Why would they send children? Uh, Why would they send young, like what, they're like 17, 18? Gundam is full of child labor. Yeah. Okay. They're the best. Um Ki Hell is the girl's name. Kiel. Anyway, he drives her to a store. Oh yeah, she's uh Lord Gwyn invites her to some ball called at the Boston at the Bostonian Castle. Mm-hmm. Um and so so um Loran drives her around uh to go shopping and stuff. Um yep. I lost my place. He sees his friend, right? He meets oh, Keith. Oh, yeah. He sees Keith. Uh, yeah. Keith is like, oh, yeah, you look like you're doing pretty well for yourself. Keith is working at a bakery. Uh, Fran is working. What did she say? Where did she say she works? She works at like a, pr- a printing press or something. Yeah. Something with ink. You're right. Yeah. Um, and so um, Lauren is going to meet up with him later. I also wrote down what is this Downton Abbey ass show because it's like so far it's like there's nothing there's nothing about Gundams it's just like Downton Abbey it's just like a rich family and like the people who work for them <laughs> like I don't know uh, the the town they live in by the way is called Vicinity mm. which is uh, dumb yeah. <laughs> Miles can you define the vicinity for me like the, the area, area. yeah yes yeah, somewhere it, near. Yeah, it just means like area, right? Like, like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm in the vicinity of a place. Or it's like it's like area in or around, I would say, you mm. know? Because vicinity is like you could be in, you could be near, you could be, you know, general area. Um, I wrote down, what is this Downton Abbey-ass show? It needs Dio or something. Because a, a Dio <laughs> kind of starts with a fancy, fancy lad and different but people. But you don't really stuff. learn about the people that and work then, for that family you no know? you don't i think it goes on this one goes on for too long whereas you you figure out what's up in the first episode things get dark uh, yeah and it's and it's a it's a evil adopted brother situation in yeah. jojo's pretty fast yeah well i was like well so, i was like something's gotta go wrong <laughs> like i'm sitting here like we're not just gonna show like this is life in this alternate earth whatever i was also like this show by this point, I was like, this show gets a thumbs up from me as long as there's not a Gundam open with the engine running that this main character just like jumps into and steals. 
and is like, good thing I read my emails or good thing I read my dad's emails or you know what I mean? As long as he's not yeah. like a Nepo baby who has an unlocked Gundam to steal, then I'm happy this is different. And he wasn't. He wasn't, thank God. It was a realistic approach, actually, I think. Yes. But how does and this episode... I think at this point, it wasn't just all sunshine because I could tell, I could tell there was like the coming of age ceremony made me think that there was something dark happening for some reason. It's a little I, weird. That was enough intrigue for me. Mm. Yeah, there's some kind of ritualistic something. I think yeah. that they, I think that the people on Earth. It could have just been a carnival. It could have just been a party, a parade. Right? It could. No? Well, their ritual has to do with the fact that they use the pilot Gundams, I think. And oh, yeah. And that they are trying to yeah. keep that. Yeah. They're trying to keep that away from modern society. That becomes obvious Yeah, later, but it's I also okay. a fuck fest. I don't think <laughs> that's what the kids are doing here, but okay. It sounds like like that you come of age and then you somebody choose, they choose a partner for you or something. Yeah. I guess so. And I guess her partner is... Uh, Gwen because it just seems like they're together. The blonde? Yeah. Hmm. He he hill or whatever. But he wouldn't have been the one at the coming of age, no. right? I don't know. I don't know if he was there. Um so yeah, uh what happens next? So he leaves uh Who L- leaves? Lauren leaves like, you know, he drops the everybody off and then he's like I am no longer on the clock. He doesn't say this, but this is my, my <laughs> this is what I think happens. He's like, I'm no longer on, on the clock. So I'm going to go and do my own shit because I am a, my own moon person. So he leaves and he uh, heads over to meet up with Keith uh, and Fran. Um, on the way, by the way, there's also just like a random naked person sunbathing. Oh um, yeah, it's just like another butt sighting. And a baby. For some they reason. have a baby. They have a baby in a basket. <laughs> just a lot of like, like hot naked people lying around. Yeah. I think I think that this might be like, like Tomino imagining a society where people are more carefree. Yeah, you know, because that's what you get to do when you imagine a totally different society that's like so much further away from what you were designing before. You're like, what if they were more diverse looking? And what if they didn't care about nudity? I think he started doodling a lot of butts and was like, how can I get more butts into this yeah. show? Let me make We've a butt-themed Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> the, the A in turned A stands for ass. There you go. <laughs> you turn up the ass. I wish we lived in this Gundam-free society where we were all naked and carefree. But it's only Gundam-free for so long. Mm. Um, so he go he meets up with Keith and uh and Fran and so she so she follows him and like I don't I really didn't like her during this because like she follows him and it's like I don't know, she seems like she wants to like report him for something. I don't know. She no. just seems very like like what what I is, didn't get that vibe. I think she she's interested in him. Yeah, she, she wants likes to know more him. about him, and she's also jealous. She's jealous. She's jealous of his friends. I don't know. I didn't like it. There was just something about it I didn't like. Well, she's a like, kid. He's he's also like he's employed by her family, and so I don't know. He's allowed to have free time. Did we get to the part where Yoko Kano sings that nonsense song? What are you talking no. about? There's a song in the middle because the music for the show is done by Yoko Kano, also from Cowboy Bebop and a oh, lot of yeah. other good shit. Macross Plus. 
And she apparently sings. There's a song. They put subtitles on the screen. And I was like, is this Latin? Is this Esperanto? Because it seemed French-ish, Spanish-ish, Italian, mm. like a romance language. It's apparently made up and called Gablish. <laughs> and Yoko Kano made it. And she sings it. It makes me wish I listened closer to hear if she was like a really good singer. I think um, I, there's some of that in Cowboy Bebop too. Like the song Green Bird, if you know that one. Yeah. That's Gablish? It's also okay. that made up language. The term did ring a bell, but I was like, there's no fucking way I've heard of this. Um. Anyway, so Keith and Fran want uh, Lauren to check out something. Uh, Their craft that they came down in. Right. Well, it's... it's uh, at first, I couldn't tell what they were saying. You know, uh, they were just kind of like, you know the thing. And yeah, so she keeps following him around and I'm like, what an annoying brat. Um, yeah, I wrote down, I get that you like him, but it's none of your business. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, and so then Lauren goes out in the middle of the night and starts digging for something and she goes and she follows him. And I, I wrote down, please be a hell demon. I don't know why. I just That'd wanted- That'd be sick. I just wanted like some, but I'm like, you know, I was like, it's probably a Gundam. I was like, they probably buried a Gundam. But um, but no, he's like he you know he digs out his little spacecraft or whatever, and he's like hugging a rock. He's like hugging the craft, and he's yelling, "Earth is a great place! Hurry back!" He's just yelling at the sky, like "Earth is great! Come, come here!" And what a dumbass! I wrote down, "Is he an alien?" Okay, cool. Um, and I don't know why so she heard that and then acted normally after that because I would be like, "What the fuck is up with this fucking alien ass kid?" He yells at the moon. <laughs> Like, yeah, everybody come here. The mo- the earth is great. Um, yeah, and, I, and then I wrote down, I like this episode because there were no Gundams at all. <laughs> and everywhere, I think any, like, as there, I think there were uh, as many butts in this first episode as there would normally be Gundams. That's mm, what I think. They replaced the Gundams with butts. They replaced all the Gundams with butts mm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, episode two. Um. Yeah. The I wrote down the intro song is like Turna 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 Gundam. <laughs> yeah, I did not like the opening with those <laughs> lyrics where it's like Turn 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 a Gundam. I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it sounded silly. Um. Yeah, and the in the in announcer guy is like Turn a Gundam. Turn a Gundam. <laughs> in like a British voice. <laughs> <sighs> um. Oh yeah, I wrote down. I really like the character design of 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 all the the children because i i think they they look cool like they have cool outfits and hair and stuff yeah and i think the girls in this series are so far more interesting than the yeah. ones we saw in the original gundam and zeta yeah. gundam where it's yeah. franbo or eventually like the girls do interesting things on white base in the first gundam but at first, the girls are just like the childhood friend or the classmate that's like, where are you going? What are you doing? While the boy is like, shut up. I got to go do boy stuff and punch yeah. punch boys. Oh, yeah. And this show featured only one slap. I know we're not there yet. Yeah. Okay. So this episode uh, is called The Coming of Age Ceremony. We learned that Sochi wants to be a pilot, even though she's a, a fancy, you know, she's in the fancy Heim family and she doesn't need to do military stuff. Oh, by the way, they keep calling mili- the military the militia instead of like a military. I guess it's smaller. Militia. Yeah, I, yeah. Or they, well, a militia is like unofficial, right? A, a militia is not like tied to like an actual government usually. Oh, I didn't know that. 
I thought a, a militia is just like anyone can start a militia. Like I could start a militia, you know? Okay, please don't. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, oh yeah, we'll start a militia to defend our hometown. You know, it's kind of like an unofficial thing. Anyway, uh, so she is like, Lauren, you should join the militia. Um, so she and Lauren are both getting a coming of age ceremony at the same time. Uh, it's the coming. Of, I guess it's like ever all the kids that are turning of age this year get the one big parade but she's although like i think the, he's two years late like he's the same age as uh yeah but he uh, didn't, older he sister didn't, he didn't have one before so there he gets to have one now i thought it was going to be a, like a coming of age ceremony was only for the girls like a debutante ball or something but mm. i guess the boys it's for all one. the kids it's for everyone how sweet um yeah so she's not going to do anything about the weird alien boy thing she's just going to go ahead and ignore that um, there's a militia parade as well as a coming-of-age ceremony, so we can see the militia. Lauren and Fran, I think, like to, Lauren and one of his friends are like, uh, what are you going to do after the return? They're talking about the return. It's like a thing. And I'm like, now in hindsight, I'm like, okay, the return that they were talking about was like the moon people coming, like everybody yes. coming back. But they were thinking, I guess, that it was going to be like a peaceful thing, that they would just come back and show up on Earth and everybody be like, oh, hey, moon people. Like, yeah. Come do whatever you want, but instead, like the moon people, will 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 learn soon. Yeah, it's hard they to just tell. Start like you know with their with their guns out, shooting, blasting things. Yeah, it's hard to tell how much of this was supposed to be peaceful, or how much was intentionally not peaceful, mm-hmm. or if the Earth people were being overly hostile to begin with. I don't know. It's crazy that they were there for like two years and they never had any contact back <laughs> with the moon with their moon people. I don't you know, know. With their moon base. Like, what What were they even fucking there for? They were they just doing recon. If they're not communicating back to anybody. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we skipped the space phone call. No. Like somebody would have told them, like, hey, guys, uh, you know, don't get too attached to those people because we're going to kill them all. <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they talk about Queen Diane. They're like, I wonder if Queen Diane has ever been to Earth. I wonder if she's ever slept on Earth. Um... The uh, blonde girl, what did I say her name was? Kiel. 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 Uh, she wants a job in society instead of going to college. So she doesn't want to go to college. She just wants to be a professional, fancy person. Um, Gwen offers uh, Lor- Lauren a job, but he calls her calls him Laura. A job with Sid, uh, who we get to meet later. Um. Yeah, and then this is when they ask Gwen, Gwen, like, "Hey, why do you keep calling him Laura?" And he's like, "I just think Laura suits him better." Um. And then so she almost starts calling him Laura too, but Lauren is like, "My name is Lauren." Oh yeah. Then okay. Yeah. So coming of age ceremony is starting, and they talk and like they're talking about something about carving six spots on the body. Yeah. And we don't really learn what that is until later, I guess. But yeah, and you carve it with leeches. Yeah, later we learn. But yeah, he, like everybody's just learning about it. Like you, you hear the girl, uh, it's like someone's kind of dro- like like pricking her back, so she's back. And like when she's also bathing naked again, um, like poking her back, like here, 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 here. Like these are the six spots. And the same with. Laurent, a guy is like, all you need to know is these are the spots you need to hit. 
now the coming of age ceremony starts. So she is in front of that giant cigar store Indian. The a bunch of I guess the boys who are doing the coming of age they're carrying that like kind of parade float. Um, yeah, there's the giant sculpture, and then they have one that's like almost human size. Oh, they have two. Well, no, I guess yeah, they're carrying the float that looks like yeah. the Native American the cigar store it's Native giant. American. Yeah. When we say cigar store Indian, we're referencing Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> but they're in front of the giant like stone white doll. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. So there's two carvings. Oh, there's two. I thought the white doll was the. Maybe it is. I, thought I don't know. That's what they were calling the that Indian. Um, anyway, um, yeah, Lauren also for some reason keeps yelling at the sky. Earth, Earth is great. Hurry up! Um, really know. terrible recon agent to just, just yell in front of everyone. He's like, "Guys, come <laughs> here!" And it's like they can't hear you. They're on the moon. And what if people around you are worried about the moon people because they've been making preparations? That looks kind of suspicious and stupid. I don't think anyone else knows about the moon except for Lord uh, Gwen. Uh, I guess. I still think he's just a weirdo. I think, I think yeah, I don't think he told anybody about it. Still poor form. Um, anyway, meanwhile, uh, we keep cutting between the coming-of-age ceremony and um, Hiel's dancing with lord gwyn and he starts telling her about the moon people or whatever yeah i don't know oh yeah so now uh in the coming of age ceremony uh so she chooses loren to be or somebody i don't know they're paired up together and so they have to both get naked and he still has his little fish toy in front of his pp mm-hmm. um they get naked He's he learns that okay, it's leeches that you put the on the back. So he takes he's gonna he's gonna start putting six leeches on the six spots of her back to create the holy marks, the six holy marks. And um, but while they're doing that, and they're up on a platform, um, Sochi and Loran are are on a platform, and they see like the city nearby is like burning like it's being blown it's like yeah the city of Nos- gnosis gnosis yeah um and the militia is out there defending themselves and like and then you realize oh shit it's a bunch of gundams like i real you know you not see, gundams but yeah they look like gundams they're called know. flats they're not gundams no they're mobile suits uh, what is the difference between a Gundam and a mobile suit? A Gundam is a type of mobile suit, and it's really advanced, I believe. Okay. Well. That's what I believe. They're all in giant robots. Um, there you go. So, uh, Sochi and Loren are super naked. Sochi's got some leeches on her. Uh, things start crumbling around them, and it looks like they're about to be buried alive because things just things are not going very well because they're being all the earth is being attacked and the white doll crumbles all around them right doll is this giant statue crumbles all around them and oh turns out it's a gundam mobile suit it is a gundam it's a gundam okay um and she's like i'm getting in laron somehow seems like he knows already how to pilot it or something like it like he's he's been in something similar um, they end up getting into the Gundam together. They're still both naked. He's sitting. She she's kind of sitting on his lap. 
Um, there were some really strange angle choices for this arrangement <laughs> where I was like, they know what they're doing and it's weird. They're very naked and they're like in this tight little space. And like the first thing that he says to her is like, he's talking about mobile suits to her. And I'm like, he, he's thinking about mo- mobile suits and there's like, he's, oh no, she's not naked. I think at this point, maybe it's just him. She but, put like that, her robe back on or whatever it was. Oh, okay. Cause he's naked and there's a girl on his lap and. But there's also explosions I, happening. Yes. But then later he gets a boner. So I'm like, okay, I guess. That's okay. I don't realistic. think he does get a boner. I thought he oh, did I do. it first. You what do, do you think that was? He got a boner. I thought I thought that was the the indication, but then it sounds like he's just in pain, like what? like somehow his balls got sat on or something. Come on, man. no, no, he got a he's boner. A teen man. I wrote down, okay, good. It's not a joke about his boner, but I didn't write why I think that. It's definitely a joke about his boner. It's a joke. Maybe he passed off that he had a boner as pain to her. No, he was like, he was like, it's only natural. He, that's and then I thought, okay, it's a boner. But then he said something about, I think, being in pain or something. I don't know. Or he was like, hey, we just dropped so suddenly, blah blah. blah I don't know. Yeah, because she fucking slammed on his dick. I don't know. With her butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, a kid that age, you're gonna have a boner, even if a girl is just near you and you're naked. You know, you don't need someone to hit your fucking lap at sixty miles an hour. <laughs> Anyway, episode three. Um, he's still trying to figure out if he can drive this Gundam. They shoot out of its dick. <laughs> that's where, cut, that's the where cockpit is in the dick. The cockpit is in the dick, and yeah, it's basically a, his big ball you sack. Call it just, the dick pit. His ball sack just falls to the ground, and they're able to leave. <laughs> and this is that's when he gets the coming the of age ceremonies. Balls drop. Oh, but yeah, this is when he gets the boner. Um, and. Now he has marks on his back just from sitting in the Gundam. He's, right, because that's what the marks represent is that you'd wear the suit that lets you pilot the Gundam properly. Yeah. Because um, it has ports and they hurt his back. And now Sochi's like, ah, I need to find you some clothes so you don't get any more boners. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a reason, right? <laughs> she doesn't say it, yeah. but in this, in your interpretation, yes, that's what's happening. Well, he has a, does he still have the fish over his dick? I think he does. That like fish toy. I think he does. Maybe yeah. it's like a custom on the moon that you protect people from your boner with a little fish toy. <laughs> mm. um, there's lots of beams being beamed everywhere. <laughs> it's like not, not a good place to be if you're an earthling. So she finds him some clothes. Um, he finds a manual under the seat or something. And yeah, Gwen is like, oh, it's hard to believe a gi- some giant mechanical dolls came here from the moon. Uh, and Gwen is like, now he, he reveals that he's been in contact with them for two years and he'd been talking to Diana. Sid knows something about this related to a dark history. So he knows kind of the the history of the lore. So we meet Sid and his assistant. Yeah, well, because and Sid was the guy they wanted Lauren to go work with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also the mechanical doll has a mustache. So the Gundam that uh, Sochi and Lauren find have a has a mustache, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> Put a mustache on a fucking Gundam. <laughs> Sid Mead did it. So they're they're sorting a bunch of stuff out with the Gundam, but they go back to the Heim house, the Heim mansion, and Lord Heim, the the father, is dead. I don't. Did we see how he dies? 
Nah, but the house was pretty blown up, so I guess he got blown up. Yeah, so he's dead, and Sochi is uh, really upset and screaming and shouting and hitting things, and then Laurent slaps slaps her here. She's basically hysterical. I was like, oh my God, they got to slap in. And, and I was ready to count them, but thankfully. Laurent is like, damn it, woman. Yeah. And in this case, I mean. She should have been allowed to feel her feelings. Her dad was dead. But she was going to run into the burning city. She just okay. wanted to run there to get to her family. And you got to. She also was blaming um, Laurent for not getting to the dad sooner. He could have maybe done other stuff but he wasn't able to make that fucking Gundam run around and stuff mm-hmm. he doesn't even know where the fucking he, screen is he couldn't really control that thing well, is, um, it, is it when he's dead that, that at this point Laurent takes out the little iPad the instruction manual that he found and he tries to look up something to help him but he just like spins the cursor around in a that, circle that was right before yeah. I talked about the, uh, the manual already Okay, I didn't know if you talked about the spinning part. I did not talk about the spinning part because okay. I didn't remember that happened. So yeah, so he, so Lauren is like thinking to himself. So is this what Diana was planning all along? Like, what is this? You know, he he's like surprised by this whole situation. Um, but they bury Lord Heim, um, and during the funeral, Keith sneezes for some reason. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why, but Keith shows up and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And then Keith sneezes. And it was funny. <laughs> and then it just because, cuts away from it. <laughs> yeah. No one explains why Keith sneezes and he's not taking this funeral seriously. It's spring, man. This show had me laugh out loud a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know if any of the laughs were supposed to have happened, but it's funny. Um, so they talk about what they want to do. Um, and Keith is like, I want to get away from this war and I want to open a bakery. And Lauren, Lauren wants to save Earth. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, I don't know. There might be more. I don't know. I, I stopped caring as much because there were Gundams now in the show. <laughs> Your brain started drifting off. Just like, all right, whatever. The Gundams are going. I think these moon people are mean. You think they're, they're like mean? the opposite of um, this is the opposite of the prime directive. We don't really Trek. get their side though we don't know their side of the story well it seems like they at some point left and they always knew they were going to come back but i don't know how long it's been and i don't know if the earth people wanted them back or believed they were going to come back nice and we don't know why they have such a um technology advantage compared to the earthlings maybe the earth was like we gotta ban these gundams and they were like we're taking them and we're staying in modernity on the moon and earth spent all this time trying to forget it yeah, because it's. I think that most of those people don't really remember or don't know anything about the moon. I think that it was interesting because when they come down in their flats, which are these silly-looking mobile suits, uh, that there was one animation of it running that that I also laughed at. Uh, they have like an evil lady in there with dark hair, and she accidentally or intentionally Poe. blows up a city block. What you yeah, say? She's a war criminal. Yeah, she's a. War- and they were like, "You should get fifteen years in jail, but we need pilots." But fuck and it. Then she like smiled and stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe we're supposed to root for her. Maybe I like her. What? I don't know. Like it's war. You know, sometimes you fuck up and you kill no, a lot of people, on. right? Isn't that what happens? No. She didn't expect there to be a fucking Gundam on Earth. Yeah, but she didn't have to blow up the whole fucking city. It's not cool, man. I think she just nailed like a block or two. 
I think we give we give the soldiers an oopsie, you know? Okay. You get one oopsie for war crimes. Yeah. Just the one. And it's gotta really be an oops. You can't do it and You're then still go, in trouble, Obama. <laughs> you can't go, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> you gotta really be sad. That's what my ideal society would look like. Just war crimes happening, one apiece, and you have to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I liked it, it. I think it ends there, yeah. I don't really know. Turn a Gundam. I... I can't believe you've Gundam. I, I like that it got me into it before really telling me about any Gundams, because I think that's how you get me to pay attention, is you give me the characters and the story, and you give me the setting first and then you're like haha this is actually a Gundam show and then I'm like alright I guess I give a shit now you know yeah but I don't I don't know how that will hold up as I continue watching it it becomes more of a Gundam show and less of a Downton Abbey with a weird coming of age ritual thing yeah Downton Abbey with a midsummer yeah uh, Miles what did you think I think it's not my favorite favorite i don't know i think it's a really cool idea but i wasn't in love with it for whatever reason i like the original gundam and the only thing from the three three episodes we saw of zeta gundam was that it wasn't different enough people say it gets darker and stuff um but i liked that this was different right away i appreciated Mm -hmm. that Um, I I, I like how different and dark it is. This made me realize that maybe I don't care about space that much. Because you were happy that it was on Earth? No, just like, I just... Maybe I'm just not interested in Gundam. Maybe I'm on Team Jackie. (laughs) Team no Gundams. No more Gundams. Well, maybe I need to strengthen our ability to do watch-alongs in the Discord because the first time I tried it, we were desynced and I had to be saved by a friend, but maybe this is the sort of thing we should watch in the Discord with people is when I'm also half paying attention, but I'll be able to say, yeah, I saw that show. Even though I said that, though, I still would try Witch for Mercury. Well, again, and remember, though, that I think that there are through lines with the different Gundam creators. Because, you know, what's funny is that even though a lot of people see G Gundam as a black sheep, it was in that huge Gundam fandom poll as one of the top 10. I think it was number seven or eight. Um, and we and I think G Gundam clicked with us because it was just silly and fun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The character designer for this, by the way, was uh, Akira Yasda, Akira Yasda, who worked on Street Fighter and a bunch of Capcom stuff. So, Jackie, he may have designed Elena and Ooh. Lauren, uh, Sec- what's his name? Secron? Hecron? I don't know. C-Rack? That's cool. Ski-Lo. Um, it is cool. Yeah. All right. That was our episode on Turn a Gundam. Turn show that can Gundam. only be pronounced that way. If anyone can tell us what specific British dialect we're butchering, feel free to do so by writing an email to us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can join our Discord. The link to join it is in the description of this podcast episode. 
We're on Twitter if you use that. We are at JJBPod. And of course, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash JJBPod is the place to do it. Next week, I don't think we have another Patreon pick yet. I'm not sure if we do. Uh, But if we don't, we're going to finish Paranoia Agent. I'm just checking my messages. I didn't need to say none of that. Yeah, next week we are going to finish Paranoia Agent. We're going to watch episodes 12 and 13 and then talk about the series as a whole. It is on Crunchyroll. You know what? If you weren't watching along with us, fuck it. You could just watch episodes 12 and 13 and pretend you know what we're talking about when we talk about it as a whole. I don't know. You've got free time, right? Most of you don't have children, statistically. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll talk to you then. And remember, if you let someone go to the moon, you should let them come back if they're nice. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. You get one war crime. Use it wisely. Just the one.